to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Halley and Tyler Hamilton. And we are back again this week to deal with another uh, Bring It On film. Bring It On Again Again. Bring It On All or Nothing. But before we yeah. even get into that, we can't... Uh, you know, we've 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 had another week of of protests out in the world. Another week of um, people, you know, getting out there trying to make their voices heard. And we want to make sure that our listeners are taking the time to support the Black Lives Matter movement any way they can as well. So please, once again, um, we'll be posting links in our in our show notes and on our socials and everything to please um, do whatever you can to donate, uh, voice your opinion. Help out, donate, yeah, protest, communicate, um, anything that you can do, every everything that you do. Uh, I won't say everything, but <laughs> most things that you do help. Yeah, who knows? We record a week out, so by the time you're hearing this, maybe we'll live in a post-racial, post-police state society. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah we I do. guess there's a slight chance oh, that boy. all those things could happen. We've already seen some. Uh, some uh, things happening because of the protests, yes, but yes. Uh, yeah, yes. like like Elis said, we we record a week week early, so who knows what'll have happened? Yeah, since. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I predict that we haven't done enough, and in a week's time, we will we still, still have not done enough, and we <laughs> still keep doing more. So. Yes, totally. exactly. Um, anyway, uh, feel free to email us uh, your thoughts about these Bring It On movies or anything you want to say to Sequel Rights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at Sequel Rights. Usually this is the part where I tell you to go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, but this week, just like last week, I think that uh, either go make a donation, go retweet something, go do something to support the Black Lives Matter movement, and uh, you know we'll be here when you're done doing your duty. That's right. We'll be here talking about another Bring It On movie just for you guys. <laughs> We're keeping the train rolling here. Okay, well, let's get into it. Let's get into another of these. Brittany Allen is the most popular girl in school, captain of the Ooh, yeah. cheerleading squad. Good job, guys. Let's do that one more time. And soon to be prom queen. But her life is about to change because she's moving across town. <laughs> Oh, hold on now. What is this, L.A.? Do you have any organic greens? Yummy. Where nobody likes her. Hey, guys, Brittany sent a video. Hayden, what are I you mean, doing? What are you doing? There could not be a worse time for us to be watching this movie. I it's, mean, I guess they're good, but it's pretty bad. Could I, mean, I, I, I hear your, <laughs> so your exhaustion, like you guys saying another one of those, but like if it weren't in this moment and if like, it's only the third movie, like we're normally not that exhausted yet, Yeah. but the way this movie deals with race and culture is just so awful that it's like, it's wow, wow this is, the worst time to watch this film. And the last one wasn't nearly as bad. The last one was like post-racial. Like it didn't even acknowledge who was any race. Yeah. This one is like, there's a character whose sole goal is to like say as many racial jokes, quote unquote jokes and slurs as much as possible in this movie. Yeah. Basically. Everything's kind of yeah. played for a cheap joke or a laugh. Um, I mean, she is a villain. It's clearly, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the movie has like the overall message, but every way that it tries to execute it is like bad, 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 bad. Uh, Ela, is this the one that you said that you had heard good things about? Yeah, because I guess it was pretty popular on TV. And so there are people out there that this is like the bring it on movie uh, for them. And I mean, like, I know that it, whatever what was this 2006? Yeah, 2006. Yep. In 2006, I probably would have been like, "Oh, this is kind of cringy," but I don't think I, I I honestly don't think I would have thought that it was as bad as I think it is right now if I saw it then. Because I, that kind of 
thing was just more common back then, you yeah. know, for, for, for good or for bad, it would bad, but you know, yeah, a long yeah. Time ago. you're probably, I right. mean, I think that that's, that's true. And I mean, it obviously Rihanna and Solange decide, you know, read the script and decided to be involved. And so there's not a, um, you know, it's it's hard to look back on some of these things and have them be like, like, is it how bad was it at the time? I think that it, it, it's, I, I guess in some ways that I guess the way that I can say this is that that if everything that's this crass and just how awful this movie feels shows that we've come a long way. Exactly. Then, um, and it's not nearly far enough. Uh, and I'm not I don't want to. Yeah, I, I guess well, I guess I felt that's, that's terrible watching this movie. It. I felt yeah. terrible. Watching in a this way, movie. the movie is almost like a time capsule of where the line was, because mm-hmm. when they go like, oh, no, you know, that's too far. You're racist. Like, this is bad. That's Which where the do, line used yeah, to they, be. Yeah, they do call out a character and they're like, they oh, do. that's racist. Yeah, they do. They do. And there are multiple things where it's not cool. And so that's where the line was in 2006 for some people, you know. Yeah. for mainstream yeah. culture for, for, white, now, for white screenwriters yes. <laughs> yeah now pretty much all of it is across the line and that's good because that means the line has moved yeah. um that's a good point yeah but uh you know we can we can get into it uh it, it, it's sad like you can't look at this movie without the racial aspect but if it were possible i don't really think it's that bad like just as a movie if you somehow took out that which is not possible like i said but yeah. i mean it has it has everything that you want in a bring it on movie a dream sequence that start the movie oh god <laughs> it, so let's just briefly there, I, there's a few things i wanted to touch on in, in this movie and the dream opening dream sequence is one of them um it went on for so long that i was like is this actually happening <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was horrifying for multiple reasons there's you know, for this movie, this movie that's about cheerleading, that is all about rhythm and, uh, you know, <laughs> dancing to the beat, uh, on the beat and everything. The There's several moments in this movie, especially in this opening, where they're doing like, a, you know, a rhythmic cheer that is totally out of, like, offbeat and everything. It's like cringe. I, I couldn't handle it. It doesn't even rhyme. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. rhyme. There's two... Too many syllables in some of the some of the uh, cheers in the beginning, and yeah, and like it's totally out of time, out of tempo. Uh, like when Hayden uh, Panettiere says, uh, you know, some of the stuff she says in the opening, it's just like, couldn't they? Was that the, that that was that her best take? And they just kind of <laughs> went with it. There's sometimes where you can hear the uh, the music dip down in the background because I think people were like, "Ooh, it sounds so off there. Let's turn it down for a second. Um, yeah, that really. Uh, Made me mad. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, <laughs> that was only one of the things. That although, me. although that this movie does uh, have a better music budget, I also didn't realize that oh that God. Weezer song was that old. Yeah. Well, I was like <laughs> going through this movie. It's like hit song after hit song after huge song, and I'm like, I know this is straight to video. Like, you know, and the fact that Rihanna is in there, I wonder. Like, they must have had some deal with. There were like a lot of Universal. Uh, records tracks in there so yeah. i was like i wonder if they had some sort of blanket deal with them or i don't know there or i wonder if it was almost like a thing where rihanna had something in some contract to be in a movie and then so this was the first time and then, then she got battleship yeah and she was like i want weezer to be in this movie with me <laughs> and all american rejects yep yep <laughs> um but yeah uh what else i was gonna oh. say i i I looked it up, and apparently there's no Britney, California. So that trope is <laughs> immediately dead. <laughs> uh, we do briefly see uh, her mom, I mean her dad, uh, sequel rights alumnist from the Major League series. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the actor's name, but he's but the was catcher. Was he in the Major League? He was the catcher. He's like the who, dumb guy. Uh, yeah, the dumb guy who is in oh. Well, he looks real creepy in this movie. I was like, it's her dad uh, molester because yeah. he looks horrible. <laughs> I was also like, is that her mom or her sister? I don't know. That's, yeah, hard to tell. It looked like if the if the movie was set in college, that, that actress could have been the head cheerleader of the college squad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's... Um, she also says she cheers for her dad every night. Oh, God. Ugh, yeah, that was horrible. 
Uh, and also, with, there's multiple like bring it on songs in the movie. Yes. <laughs> Where they're saying the words bring it on. Someone, I think, yeah. actually also says bring it on maybe in, in the movie. Which we, I think we mentioned in the first movie for sure. And then barely in the second movie, like nobody really says bring it on. Mm-hmm. They just say bring it. But they fully made up for that in this movie times 100. Yeah. Yeah, they replaced Bomb Diggity with Bring It On. Oh, God. Well, the new Bomb Diggity is like, uh, oh, you speak I am or whatever. Like that, oh, that's my the, God. That was the new thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh yeah, this, this movie is also I brought to you. Dead. This yeah. movie's already brought to you by Singular. <laughs> yes, right. a Singular yeah. phone. There's a bunch of Singular. <laughs> There's a shitty banner. It's really Yeah, bad. they even tell you to go to SingularSource.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a uh, cameo from Kiss FM's JoJo on the radio. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> So I don't. Funny. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, me neither. Uh, well, I it, he's L.A. You know, DJ. Yeah, probably um, not anymore. I don't know. But, um, yeah. Do you guys want to take a picture right now? <laughs> sure. Okay, <laughs> everybody, smile and say soy cheese. Oh, no, boy. do not do that. That was horrifying. Oh god, so many bad things in this movie. I'm trying to think of the other things that come back from previous films. We've got. They do bring back the word cheerocracy. Yeah, uh, this one's not a cheerocracy. Yeah, this is not a cheerocracy. And then it's uh, a cheer-tatorship. That's right. <laughs> they make fun of spirit fingers. Yep, they, they bring back spirit fingers. Yes. Um, I did uh, initially like the start of the this movie's tryout scene, where like um, you know normally. It was a different type of tryout scene than we've seen previously, mm, where we're yeah. not watching like the individual people dance. It's more in front of a of dance her. tryout. Yeah, I, I like they walk into the gym. There's like there's like I don't know, sixty people there waiting to try out, and they they get up there and they're like, "All right, you guys, now if you can't do this," and the girl like does a split, they're like, "You better get out of here!" And immediately there's like you know like ten people that stand up like, ah, "Okay, fine, I can't do the splits," <laughs> and then they're like, "Also, if you can't do this, six backflips and a turn." Uh, you better get out of here. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of funny um, to see it get whittled down to about 10 people. And then, um, yeah, they kind of like put through them right into it, learning a routine. Get out of here. You better get out of here. So the the main thing of this movie is that she has to move from Palos Verdes, I mean, Pacific Vista, to Crenshaw Heights. <laughs> I mean, literally Crenshaw or possibly Lincoln Heights. Um, but... This would never happen now because the parents would just drive her or she would probably live with one of her friends for her senior year. Like, I mean, I know like tons of people that did stuff like that when their parents had to, you know, move or do a different job. They just lived somewhere else for their senior year. You don't move a kid in their senior year. You just don't. Not if they have any hope of going to college. Um, But maybe she didn't care. So they move her. Um. Oh, the 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 new school like it's it's just so, she's so like offensively oblivious, and Ugh. the way that the movie portrays the school is also horrible. Um, you heard in the trailer that was the what is this LAX because she had to get wanded down yeah. at the school, mm-hmm. which um, is like very mean because she accuses the security guard of like sexually objectifying her, which he's just doing his damn job yeah, and like yeah. waving her down. And she like gets all, you know, I'm a white lady. Don't come near me or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like the, the teacher has to leave the room to go talk about a lockdown drill and a guy who's on parole. Um, she gets, I mean, it's crazy because she parks in the parking lot and then is immediately sexually assaulted by a guy that is like, kind of ends up just being their friend like it's yeah. no big deal like this guy grabs her ass multiple times throughout this film and they're just kind of like hey don't do that i mean yeah yeah i don't know i feel like even then if you did that to somebody in high school like you would be in big trouble um but it's not cool and so then it's confusing because that happens to her and so then you're kind of like well she is in a bad situation like maybe i should sympathize her but with her but then she just goes so far you know and the other that she proceeds to be the worst person ever. Yeah, it's really horrible. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's bad. I mean, even the way that the black people portray themselves is like 
in some yeah, cases. It's, it's really very strange. It's really unfortunate because, like, uh, you know, we were talking in the during the first movie, like, oh, we would love to see have spent more time with the Clovers and Gab- Gabriel Union and that squad, uh, and yeah. ostensibly that's like what this movie is trying to maybe give us, but the characters are while they get more screen time still not fleshed out and basically they're just to serve you know a Hayden, Hayden Panettiere's arc uh, yeah story arc and her and her like uh you know growth or whatever it's just like ugh you know they did they, there is they more, fumbled that as well terribly there is more tact and humility and empathy in step up 3D yeah, and there is. Oh God, yeah. This movie. Um, this, this movie even turns into Step Up at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. There's a whole the the lunch thing, the Shibuya roll call. Like that's pretty well known now mm-hmm. as like a thing that people do at camp and stuff. And they did it in the office uh, famously. Uh, but I tried to look it up, and like people seem to think that it this movie was the first time that it was actually done like in a in media and that like really popularized it well i have um, i mean i actually uh i actually pulled up um i, I found an article on that actually because okay. i was because i was wondering the same thing because i was like this is super familiar and i found this article from um 2014 by uh, written by miriam j petty that was kind of like an added on note to this um um this kind of like long set of articles called in focus that was dedicated to African-American film and media studies. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently the roll call, you know, it, uh, there's a lot in, in, in those articles that they're talking about, about, about the roll call. And one of the places where they do the Shibuya roll call for the first time is, uh, in Spike Lee's, uh, get on the bus in 1996. Okay. Mm. Um, and I thought <laughs> this article was really interesting because, um, they actually call out uh, this movie in the article, yeah. and I, I I'm going to just read a little bit from it because I thought it would um, I thought it'd be interesting, and and it's all you know well b- better said than I could ever do. Um, it says interestingly, the Shibuya roll call chant has been taken up in two subsequent film and television moments. First, here in 2006's Bring It On, All or Nothing, and next here these are links they're talking about in a moment of clearly intended ironic homage from the work bus episode of NBC's The Office. Um, so the roll call is borrowed first in the white guilt ridden angst of cultural appropriation. <laughs> that is the seemingly stock in trade of the bring it on franchise of films. <laughs> and it says Hayden Panettiere's uh, expression of awestruck confusion and discomfort, discomfort and fascination says all this and more. And then in the self-deprecating humor of middle American whiteness that constitutes the office, these restagings of a ritual tied to African-American cultural practices and their shared emphasis on the anxiety slash humor that results when white people get black culture wrong, uh, whether formally, ethnically, or well, culturally, remind us that from Fred Astaire to Iggy Azalea, the stakes of cultural appropriation have less to do with the black identity than with white agency and access. Um, and I thought that was very, uh, very well put there. Well, sadly, I mean, me personally, and probably way more people in this world have seen this movie uh, instead of that Spike Lee movie yeah. that I uh, have not seen. So uh, I, yeah, I mean, it's out there. It's very, very like I started hearing kids in college doing this, like after I was already a TA, but they would do it. And I was like, what the heck is that? Cause nobody did that back when I was in high school, but then they would, you know, be doing it as a whole thing. So yeah. I don't yeah, know. But there's a lot of other games like that too, that, you know, like white versions. I mean, they do kind of, I haven't, the one that the white people did in this movie, I didn't know of, but there's other things that are similar. Like now this person goes and that person goes. Right. And, right. Like the roll call type uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like the, uh, whose line is it anyway? Irish drinking song or something. Oh yeah. Like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so totally. anyway, but yeah. Uh, it's interesting that even though this movie wasn't the one that originated it, it gets a lot of credit for spreading it around. Like if you look at, like on Urban Dictionary and stuff, it says it, it's from this movie. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. that that makes sense. I mean, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, um, I'm pretty sure that AIM was 
close to dead, if not completely dead. Already it was dead. I mean, we were. I was. We were in college. It was yeah, not. It was so not fun. totally dead because I was still using it at work out here uh, for a little bit. But it was. Oh, okay. It was probably dead with like. Well, yeah. Really you young, already. You really were. You were people. about to get your Facebook, and you were not using your mind texting yeah yeah because yeah. 2006 was still in college for me and it was yeah. and instant messenger was major i had just started college okay so wow. <laughs> you know better than me i'm kidding um yeah so uh again this movie is terrible um so much bad, <laughs> we'll keep talking bad about imagery for- like even just the whole like cheer whore cheer pimp like that stuff is yeah. like not it's bad. Yep. It's also so bad to, it was so cringe and terrible to watch as the movie continues. And I, I swear you could like, you know, you could skip through the movie and watch Hayden Panettiere's character slowly start to wear the exact same outfit as yeah. Solange uh, Knowles and like also do her hair the same way. And she's wearing the same hoop earrings. And it looks like, it just looks like, Yep, there's that is the appropriation right there on the screen, even in the outfit. I'm like, she shows up at the end, like, you know, I don't know. It just looked so bad. It looks so bad. Yeah, and the crumping doesn't really lend itself to cheer the way a lot of the other dance styles we've seen um, being added have, and so it feels really, really forced yeah. when they add it into the to the thing. And she um, looks so, it's so embarrassing watching her do it. Yeah. It's pretty embarrassing. It's bad. And the, um, it's funny, the, in college, when I was in band, we performed on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> and we had to like play Get Down Tonight in the background and do our stupid white dance that we do. But then we had to like stop. And then these like, black guys i think one of them was white came out and did a whole step routine like and we were like quiet and then we came in and played again at the end it's so stupid <laughs> oh my god uh, you can find that probably on <laughs> abc.com still you can see me <laughs> in it but yeah it, it was bad and that reminded me of when they were doing their step moves um the other thing that, that i was- thought was weird about the music um you know i was reminded of it during that crumping thing um that like it's so weird that they had all these huge songs for like just random moments, a lot of like, you know, transition moments or like someone's arriving at school, let's play a fun song that everyone knows. But then all the songs during the cheer routines or anytime they're dancing sounded like the most terrible, like library tracks. You Yeah. I mean, every hear. song from Hollow Back Girl is pretty much on this. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, Avril Lavigne is in this. Apparently, my favorite song of all time is in this movie. Yeah, I heard it. I don't know where it was. I saw it in the credits, but I didn't hear it during the oh, movie. Oh, I thought for sure. I mean, I think it's because it starts, it doesn't start with the, the you know, the, the so opening. iconic section. thing. Where yeah. is it? Uh, God, I don't remember anymore, but I definitely remember like, oh man, it's Elis's song. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dirty Little Secret by the All-American Rejects was yeah. like my ringtone in 2006 and for many years after. Some random so, moment. Uh that was of the moment, I guess. Um, but yeah, there's just really bad stuff. She she gets out of her car and like runs into her house like she's scared, uh, even though it's a perfectly fine. I mean, all, all you need to know about this movie is after the main confrontation, the evil head cheerleader goes to Rihanna and says that we need to do something about this gang violence that was just perpetrated upon us. Yeah. And it was just like a dance battle. And then Riri's like, yeah, like, I know where people come from. And that's why I don't, I'm, I'm going to judge you. I'm not going to judge them. <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing. She just makes it's a couple like, faces like, I can't believe you said that. But then it doesn't, like, shoot her down any further. Yeah. The right. fact that they still, like, Solange and Rihanna and all these people, like, still were like, we're going to participate in this just shows you how they thought that was probably as good as it's going to get. In, yeah. at that time in 2005 six you know i don't, like, I don't we're not gonna get that <laughs> i mean well you know they they did it I don't, you know like yeah they're, they're, i'm sure that they you know tried to make it better where they could but you know you're not gonna have like the most woke like liberal perfect movie it's not gonna happen in a studio direct to video like teen vehicle yeah you know they they take time to spread the racism around too um 
they, uh, of course, the, you know, the one Asian cheerleader happens to know karate. Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, there's, they also like sprinkle in a little, uh, uh a whole body shaming, fat shaming, uh, subplot. Oh yeah. Yeah. On both teams. Yeah. You know? It's not just the bad people that body shame. The good team also body shames one of their members. Why the, not who they all love, apparently. Make the movie worse. Yeah. Because their friend. Yeah. They make fun of her for being fat and for having big boobs. Yeah. Yeah. And they make fun of her eating chocolate at the end, even. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's like. It's like I'm the, by the way, before you go. <laughs> she finally. She's like, finally gets to eat some chocolate. And instead of being like eating it like a normal person, it's like all over her face to make her look like an idiot. I mean, it's not even like she finally gets to eat some chocolate. She like passes out and right. has a medical emergency. She shoves a candy bar in her mouth and it's like played for laughs. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, oh, I'm totally fine. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. Like, after, you think, you after think, the villain's oh, like, she looks ahead. like she was in Wonka's chocolate factory. It's yeah. like, you think she's, there's about to be a moment of reckoning about the, you know, anorexia that they've like forced this poor girl to adapt or just the body shaming in general. She falls and you're like, oh, wow, they're going to reckon with this. And then they just don't. It's just so crazy. Yeah, I mean, the movie, yeah. like, it seemingly goes out of its way to hit all of the terrible things. Um, the last line in the movie at the end is one of the white girls coming up to to the yeah. Crenshaw team and being like, you look like you eat Twinkies. Ugh. And then and then it cut to fun credit sequence. And- fun in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's real bad. One other thing they brought back for no reason was the song Mickey. But they did. Yeah, it's Hey Brittany. I was going to say, yeah, was it just me? or I mean, it happens for like two seconds, and they, I'm pretty sure they were saying, hey, Brittany. And I was like, hey, wow. Brittany. They, hey, hey. It's like, they oh, really, no. They really went, went through all the work to do that. They sure did. She has a seemingly alcoholic boyfriend. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, you're gonna, he's in high school, and then like, there's a point where they're going to homecoming, and he just has a drink and at yeah, her it, parents' house. Yeah, and then when they're at the dance, <laughs> he he's like also a, he like, like a cocktail. Yeah, he's like holding what looks like a wine glass at the dance the whole time. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, uh, that guy was horrible. He was so bad. He's bad. Although he, I, he has been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, like, I didn't notice him at all, but like he's in what we do in the shadows, the he's TV limitless. show. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, who is he's he? Got no the, limits. The, I think that's he, right. He's he's uh, Jeff. He's Nadia's uh, the the mortal who keeps getting reincarnated as the oh, warrior. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even notice Jeff. that. Yeah. Um, and they also find time to make fun of the vaguely Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But yep. still not black guy, so that there's someone that she can have a romantic interest in on the new team. Um, he talks about his grandparents, and she asks, "Oh, where did they immigrate from?" And he he just play he just laughs it off like there was, <sighs> yeah. I, I he I, says Brooklyn, doesn't he? Yeah, but then he's not like, "Hey, that's really offensive." Like, why would you yeah. say that about me? <laughs> <laughs> there was like. Uh, I started. I, I started uh, earlier today. I was like, "Oh, I should, uh, I should pull some, you know, fun uh, audio clips quick while while I still have the rental or whatever." Because I didn't mm-hmm. buy this one, thank God. Um, but uh, I started, and I was like, "I don't, I don't even want to do it for this movie. I don't want to dignify it." But I did. There was one funny line reading from that guy when when they go to the uh, when they go to the beach, mm. the Tar Beach, and he like kisses her and then she kind of freaks out and runs away like <laughs> like seemingly before she would have even been like off the roof he says like who's scamming who or whatever <laughs> like <laughs> it's really serious and i thought it i thought it sounded i thought that sounded really funny um but i didn't i didn't pull any clips because fuck this movie um <laughs> did you guys see uh how closely were you watching during the end credits uh not closely did not you closely. see that the, uh, the the board for when they start a scene said that the movie was called Bring It yeah. On Yet Again. <laughs> I did see that, actually. And I'm like, they should have kept that title. That was a way better title. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> Can't believe that. That's what it felt like. It did, yeah. Um, I like that title better. Yeah, that would have been funny. 
But it still would have still would have been a terrible movie. Um, she at some point does actually get that guy to stop sexually assaulting her by sexually assaulting him back, um, in a show of force, which is not good. But at least then he didn't do it anymore after that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I feel know. like that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work out very well for most people. I wouldn't try it. Yeah, it's this. This movie has really random like tonal shifts. It goes from being like it's clean to like okay, now we've got middle fingers everywhere and you know jokes about small balls and like. <laughs> well, yeah, and the, at the start of the movie, it's like from Universal Family Entertainment, and I was like, yeah. oh, uh, so this is going to be a little like family, more family film. Not the case. It's rated PG thirteen, I think. <laughs> so you know, and I, I I hope to God no one's showing this to their children. Um, I didn't know this, but my roommate pointed out to me that the girl who was Letty is the girl that gave Selena Gomez her kidney, and now they don't talk anymore. What? Wait, what? You didn't know about this? No. no. Selena Gomez's best friend gave her a kidney, but now they're not friends anymore for some reason. Oh my God. And that that's her. <laughs> so that's I hope she okay. can still dance. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Jesus. That's crazy. I didn't know anything about that. You didn't know that? Yeah, she had a kidney no. transplant. She has like a weird disease. I don't know. Um yeah, uh the the main horrible, horrible girl. Um what's her name? Oh, Winnie. Winnie. Oh, she God. she's not the poo. Um, thank no. God. And um she is on General Hospital. She's like Luke and Laura's daughter. Oh, wow. If you've heard of Luke and Laura, the famous. No, uh, I was more of a Days of Our Lives type. I think so. she might have been on Days also, but. They probably were. They've all been. It's on a really way. famous moment <laughs> in television history, the whole Luke and Laura wedding thing. Uh, but yeah, she's their daughter. Well, she is uh, a horrible person in this movie. I'm sure. She is. Hopefully she's nice in general, in real life. But the character yeah. was terrible. In General Hospital? In General Hospital, yeah. Uh, General Hospital, I, I think people hated her at first because she was a recast, but then I think, of course, they probably got over it at some point. Um, one other thing I love about this film, like the whole the whole uh, movie is about how they just got it. Okay, first of all, I was like, you know, we. <laughs> I think someone had said after we finished uh, recording last week that, like, oh, my God, Rihanna's in this. And I was like, what? And I was not expecting it to be, like, Rihanna as herself. No, me neither. <laughs> Which was a surprise uh, when she's, you know, Brittany's driving in the car and it's like, Rihanna's hosting a cheer thing. Um, a couple other things I thought there, that w- was hilarious um, as far as, you know, the franchise. Apparently, by movie three, cheerleading has become such a major thing that there is now a whole uh, television network dedicated to it cheer TV. cheer tv yeah <laughs> Where it's probably just like an online network like joe exotic tv or something yeah but they know? were watching it on i mean well yeah i guess i don't know they were watching it on their televisions like every day youtube couldn't handle that that's there right might be a satellite time. channel i don't know um, um yeah they they really bet well on rihanna because she only had one song out, like one to two songs, SOS yeah. and uh, Ponder Replay. Yeah. Like this was before even Umbrella. So, you know, if Rihanna hadn't turned out to be so incredibly famous after, this movie would look real stupid now. But <laughs> You'd instead, be like, it's that? like, oh, okay, cool, Rihanna, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love, yeah, I love that, like, yeah, the whole, the whole movie, they're like, Building up like, oh, man, we got to win this competition. We're going to be in a live performance with Rihanna. And like as soon as they announce the winner at the end, they find out that instead they've been trapped in a horrible music video. <laughs> that's like all the, like the movie ends like, yeah, we won. And then it freeze frames and it's like honeycomb things start coming in. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Is this the end credits? And no, it was like the terrible music video they were in for Ponda Replay. And I thought it was... Existed. I thought it was so funny because the uh, it's clearly all like blue screen, but then also when they show them <laughs> dancing in a blue screen stage, it looked like Rihanna was like blue screened in yeah. that scene. <laughs> so I, was like, I think she was. Yeah, I thought that was really uh, Inception of them. That was funny. Yeah. But 
um, again, this movie's awful. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't, yeah. do, don't do it. Don't do it. Watch something else. The WNBA has a lot of product placement. Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice. I did not notice that either. Well, there's like a big WNBA poster in the school, and then the main um, MC of the competition is a WNBA player. Oh, oh. right. They talk about her. Swin cash. She says that Rihanna is one of her closest girls, which I wonder if that's true. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find um, out. <laughs> so, yeah, the final yeah, we'll competition. <laughs> it's like, give her a kidney. <laughs> yeah. It's like a third of the movie is the final competition scene. And it's boring. It's real yes. boring. boring. The- well, I know several people in this scene from college. Um, and my roommate freshman year is in this movie. She was what? on the USC cheer team, which is different than the song girls or the spirit squad. Uh, they're like competition cheer. They do the stunts, they do all that stuff, but they are not allowed to play at any sports games whatsoever. Or the song girl, uh, coach will stop them so much so that they were not allowed to wear their normal USC cheer they are wearing them in this movie but they had to put a a megaphone sticker over the usc because um of the branding of people might get confused and think those are the usc cheerleaders (laughs) or song girls and so but the the little megaphone sticker they have doesn't really cover the usc on most of the girls and so it just looks like there's part of letters sticking out of a megaphone and like, it's clearly not actually part of the uniform Oh God! and it's real bad. Um, she told me that, they, I mean, they were just stuck in that warehouse for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours cheering and cheering and cheering and cheering and cheering for all the things. So if you notice the audience is cheering for everything for both other teams, right. which would probably not be the case if they all were people that lost because there's no regular audience. It's only other competitors. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, That's true. so you're saying this is like that an off the books. this movie <laughs> was felt a lot like watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. So I know she was in it, but my roommate and I like, I'll ask her later. She wants to talk about it, but like she has multiple kids and doesn't care about podcasts or movies or anything now, but she was on this team for one year only. And this is when we were roommates and um, she is so short that she almost got a handicap pass. She was really pissed when she grew the extra inch because she could no longer get it for driving. Um, Mm. And so I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to see her, but I finally did get one glance of her she was like standing up on that like wooden balcony thing they had constructed and she has like a little pom-pom and she's like waving it around for like one second and then there's another shot of another girl that i knew pretty well from um because the year after this movie they created a whole nother third set of spirit people at usc that was the spirit squad and that girl switched so there's a huge like she gets a really big close-up moment in the crowd uh, uh, shot at some point, but yeah, there's a bunch of USC people there, and they're all spread out because I think their uniforms look so bad with the stupid sticker that they like purposely didn't put them like together. Like you can see the other ones, like Orange Coast College, Long Beach City College, um, Cerritos College, like all these other um, community college cheer teams that they brought are all like together and performing, but the USC people they just spread them out because that sticker looks awful. Yeah, this whole ending part is stupid because it's like. <laughs> the whole thing is like, oh, everyone's going to perform in front of these judges, and then the final two are going to perform only for Rihanna. And it's like, so there, there's all this buildup, and you're like, there's no tension at all about who's going to be the final two. And they make a big deal yeah. about announcing who the you know top two squads are, and you're like, oh, okay, well, no, no shit. And even if, <laughs> even if that was the case, and I know the final thing is about repressing Rihanna, not the judges, to completely... Not that I want to be on the side of the evil white girl, but to completely interrupt another team's performance and just like boot them off the stage is kind of messed up. Yeah, in in sure. like brand new outfits that they apparently had with them. Yeah, <laughs> nothing says the streets like military camo. Oh God, I think that we could have a. a I mean, at this point, we could probably write a thesis paper about. <laughs> empty warehouses sound stages or other things that have been dressed up to look like some sort of high school <laughs> dance or competition i, I feel know like that we are now experts in this in this field of study i was like oh god we've already 
we've already like devolved into just a dance off in this movie. <laughs> a dance off would be so much better if it was a step up dance off. Like it would have started raining inside. I there would have been like lights and fireworks. Well, and, I, expe- like- I expect the next movie to end with them having to sing or something. Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The like they're all dressed up like. Uh, Hayden's character like almost looks like what's her name? Is it Andy from Step Up Two? Is it I can't remember her name. Yeah, Andy. I can't like remember. she wears those same kind of hats and like oh, yeah. it, it looked like they were styling it exactly after her, and it totally turns into like they they don't. It was really weird because they weren't doing as much like cheering at that point. Uh, it it really looked like they were trying to do like a Step Up thing, which I did not like because Step Up is better than this. Yeah, it's. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's maybe not instead good. of bringing it on, they should have stepped up, right? Yeah. Um, that was and dumb. yeah, it's a shame that this <laughs> uh, this one is more well known than the second one because I think the second one actually was better, although it was made for five dollars and eighty five cents or whatever. Like this one clearly had a bigger budget, which they like totally blew on probably the music on and the Gwen Stefani song in and, Panettiere, and, yeah. Solange and Rihanna, you yep, know, like exactly. it's I mean, like, you, you know, when you have Beyonce's sister in the movie, you want, you gotta get Gwen Stefani. <laughs> That's right. And I mean, I thought that Solange was pretty good. Um, yep. Her character just doesn't have anything to do. Like yeah, there's not much going on really with her. Get, yeah. That moment. But anytime she did have like a moment with someone, like I thought she was, you know, acting well. Um, yeah. Hayden Panettiere is fine, but the character she's playing is so hateful and oblivious. Like you don't, I mean, oh, the, yeah. the, these, these protagonists in these bring it on movies and many, many teen movies that we have seen, they, you know, they, they need to be like a base level of likable. Yeah. So you like them and then you see them making the wrong choices and you're kind of like, Oh no. But then by the end they make the right choice and they, do right by their friends and whatnot but this girl was so horrible from the beginning that even when she does do right by everybody at the end you're just kind of like Ugh, I don't, like I, it seems yeah. so fake the whole thing the whole thing and the way fake. the way she totally transforms into like just like full-on like i said like everything the way she no yeah has fully transformed into looking like you know everyone else at the school there's a point where she gets up and she's going to fight this other girl and, and she asks her boyfriend to like hold her hoop earrings. Yeah. Like, really yeah. Because uh, she's like getting mad at the girl for saying racist stuff, but then she immediately acts incredibly racist, starts twerking on the dance floor. She does this. Yeah. The scene where she does this should be a roll call at the white dance is like horrifying it's because then so it's like bad. it's not even that it's part of the routine and she has to do it to be with everybody no it's just she's doing it she's invoking it on her own and it's horrible yeah it's real bad yeah like she looks horrible doing any of the particularly um like hip-hop moves later even at the very end but at least then it's like okay well the whole team's doing it you know like whatever but it's just Ugh, when she does it by herself, it's really bad. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. When was when was Heroes? Was she like, man? I think I was, was right after here, the right before Heroes. I was yeah, like, I, I was that, so I good. Shot. I was so like, good as a cheerleader. I'm going to be the cheerleader from now on. <laughs> well, that cheerleader was better. Oh yeah, for sure. Ugh, man. She was friends with a black guy and a Japanese guy. <laughs> It didn't matter if she fell in cheerleading. That's right. (laughs) So stupid. Uh, Well, I I don't. I think that's it. I don't have anything else to say. Uh, But Tyler, do you? uh, What? 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 uh, We still got to have a rating system. So are you going to make me give a rating system? Well, we still we still got to dress it down. How how many? New computers. <laughs> new computer. You could email. Them. How many? Sing- I was gonna say how many singular telephones. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many singular telephone family plans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and give this one a one because I, I, I think it's just awful. Like I don't want anyone to watch it. Um, you know, maybe yeah. I, I don't want to say that there was ever a time where it's like this was a great movie when it first came out. Um, but, uh, I'm, you know, I, I, I get that there's people that like this, but nowadays 
uh, I just don't see any point in going back to watch this movie. Like, you know, some movies that we talk about that have, you know, problematic moments are like, there, there, there's good things that outweigh those moments and make it like, Oh, this is like actual, you know, decent cinema to watch. This is not worth watching. Don't do it. And the things, the, the, the opportunities to give more voice to, um, you know, another squad filled with, you know, various people of color, um, like is just totally squandered in this movie. And they're just, they're just basically there to prop. Yeah. Like we said, prop up, uh, Brittany's story and allow her to, you know, grow in her understanding of other people. And, and basically throughout the movie, everything that makes everything that ends up helping them is like a Britney idea. Uh, and it's like, that's not even the crump, like to add in the crumping. That was her idea. It's not good. It's not good. No, it's definitely bad. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think I feel a little bit kinder toward it. I don't know why, but I guess just because it is like a passable film, like it, you know, it did have a bigger budget. The actors, are mostly fine um you know but it's just like the writing and the cultural appropriation that's really bad um it had a lot of songs that were good <laughs> there were so many songs so does uh, so now that's what i call music that's true yeah that is what i call music uh, so many songs there yeah i i think i'll give it two singular wireless phones just because you know i can see why some people liked this when it came out but yeah by now you should all know better we should all know better and you're right there is no reason to go revisit it um you know other than to see you know how far we've come i suppose um but you know that said like i wouldn't you can't be like wow hayden panettiere should be ashamed or whatever you know it's it's not about that and i don't you know no i'm they not, just ca- needed I'm not calling more her out people now. <laughs> of power to say no to, and to correct them and to yeah. uh to s- step up or stand up and say like this is not cool we need to no not i do mean this this ultimately falls on the director i mean there's a lot of stuff that's intentional here and the thing that is tricky with it is that just line by line the cabin fever movies are far more offensive than this movie Mm -hmm. but those movies didn't make me as angry as this movie did and i think that the reason for that is is that there's nobody going out and imitating or doing things from the cabin fever movies and thinking that those (laughs) people are normal people or that they're fun but for this movie i think that there is a lot of behavior that uh is mimicable and and codified and made okay uh by a lot of impressionable young girls and 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 guys that's one thing i will say that the the uh male cheerleaders are probably the most complete characters that aren't caricatures in this movie i think they still get called uh cheer queers though they do they do not good um the the last the last movie had a a horrible scene that we didn't even talk about (laughs) um And I think that that's the difference. I think that that while there's movies that are actually trying to offend, there's movies that are actually trying to to you know be extreme. This movie is passing everything off like this is a normal story and that it's okay. And it's the casual nature of it that is so problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and somebody that behind this thought they were doing a great thing. And yeah. when you don't have black people or, you know, any people, multicultural people in positions of power to be like, no, no, that's not the case. But instead, it was probably just a bunch of white people patting themselves on the back for showing this representation and showing that yeah. the black team could be better than the white team um, yeah. and showing that this girl made black friends or whatever. And there was, you know, all the black people involved, obviously, you know, either didn't feel comfortable or weren't able to get their point across that, you know, this is probably not great. I don't think it has to do with the script because it is written by a black female screenwriter, mm-hmm. uh, which I just looked up. So it sounds like uh, maybe there's a meta narrative of a white guy coming in and fucking that up, too. 
punching yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. By punching down. Entirely possible. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, Tyler, I interrupted your rating. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll give it a, I'll give it one singular cellular telephone. Uh, I did not enjoy watching this movie. Um, yeah, it was real, and that's all bad. I have to say about it. <laughs> well, guess what you guys, you know, that, that one's done. That one's done. Okay. It's done. Don't worry about it. But you know, this movie was directed by Steve rash and lucky us. If it isn't the case that he also directs the next one. Oh, yay. <laughs> uh, it looks like she looks like Allison Faust, uh, writes the next one as well. So, okay, well, we'll see what happens. What is the title and how many years? It's now? the very next year. So oh, wow. <laughs> like, we could be in for another of the same movie. Um, but it's called bring it on in it to win it. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, another thing is that also the poster for this one makes it look like Solange and Hayden Panettiere on two different teams, like competing against each other. And again, they use the UCLA and USC colors, even though the um, the rich team didn't even have USC colors in this movie. So it's just, it's I don't know why they always do that for the cover. Yeah, to try and make weird. you think it's like the first movie. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Because but- this is still blockbuster times where you could literally make a profit by parents buying the renting the wrong movie. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Oh God. It was a whole business model. Uh, well, I think that's going to mercifully bring us to the end of, uh, of this week's episode on bring it on all or nothing. <laughs> um, but, uh, O town wasn't even in it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was a failure. Um, but Eliz, uh, so in the meantime, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, you can uh, email us about this movie, any movies, your memories of O-Town to uh, sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube where I am catching up uh, despite where I fell behind posting the episodes uh, at Sequel Rights. And yeah, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts if you can. While you're there, uh, go ahead and subscribe to 1619. Uh, as we said previously, it's a great podcast to educate yourself. There's a bunch of other great podcasts out there uh, and other resources and things that you should be watching other than these movies. Yes, please uh, take a moment to click the links in our in our uh, show notes here um, and uh, around on our socials and everything. And uh, yeah, help. Do what you can to help out, uh, keep the movement going. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week where hopefully things will turn around. Uh, please, please, God, I hope. Bring it on again, again. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, exactly. In it to win it. See you guys. You know you got that thing.